Happy families are all alike. Every unhappy family is unhappy in its own way. Tolstoy's Anna Karenina principle may have been written in the 19th century, but the idea still resonates. I'm Lisa Morgan, and today on The Weekly Reader, our book critic Marion Winnick reviews two new novels about messy families and their pursuit of happiness. Hi, Marion. Hi, Lisa. In the first chapter of Mercury by Amy Jo Burns, named for the fictional small town in western Pennsylvania where it is set, Marley and Waylon Joseph are at a Little League field watching their son's game. The payphone won't stop ringing, so Waylon answers it. Turns out a rotting corpse has been found in the attic of the local church. Oh, okay, so this is a mystery. In the second chapter of Mercury, as Waylon and his brothers, all roofers by trade, assemble to clean up the mess, it becomes clear that the book is more of a family gothic, the kind often set in Texas. There's a band of brothers. There's a long tradition of children disappointed by their fathers. There's a long-suffering matriarch and a loose cannon patriarch. There are secrets, misunderstandings, and old wounds aplenty. Now we come to chapter three, set about 10 years earlier. In June of 1990, Marley West and her mother blew into Mercury in their teal Acura with the windows down and the radio blasting. So wait, it's a coming-of-age story? This jam-packed, intense book is all of the above and will ultimately resolve on all three levels. The mystery solved, family dynamics sorted, and Marley finds her footing as an adult woman. What ties it all together is Burns' passion for her characters, tunneling ever more deeply into how they understand themselves and each other. Making sense of who people are and how they turned out that way is the real game here. Burns' intensity imbues the writing on the sentence level, sometimes gorgeous, sometimes kind of drunk on its own lyrical wisdom. Quote, at some point, a marriage must become a junkyard of things, unfinished sentences and earring backs scattered across the floor. Whether or not it's true, it sounds good. Kind of like a Joni Mitchell song. Our next book takes us north to Maine. It's called Welcome Home Stranger by Kate Christensen. Christensen is a favorite of mine, both for her novels and her food writing. We featured her lush and scary novel, The Last Cruise, on the Weekly Reader back in 2018, and I recently wrote up the new book for People magazine as a book of the week. Quote, just about everything turns out to be hormonal when you have hormones, menopausal older sister Rachel informs her sister Celeste, after Rachel's return to Maine to help deal with the aftermath of their mother's death results in unexpected romantic liaisons for both. Rachel and Celeste actually don't get along, and Rachel was completely estranged from their alcoholic drama queen mother, Lucy, which is why Rachel, an environmental journalist, has been out of town for years, splitting her time between Washington, D.C. and lengthy expeditions in the Arctic. Celeste has married into a rich local family and lives immediately next door to a man who, though now married, was Rachel's wild boy lover for many years. As Donna Seaman put it in Booklist, Christensen is a psychological Geiger counter, registering every particle of emotion, a wizard at dialogue and redolent settings, an intrepid choreographer of confoundment. From gasp-inducing absurdities and betrayals to a profound sense of our paralysis in the glare of climate change to a full-on embrace of family, love, home, and decency, Christensen's whirligig tale leaves readers dizzy with fresh and provocative insights. The books are Mercury by Amy Jo Burns and Welcome Home Stranger by Kate Christensen. You can find more information about these titles in our podcast at wypr.org or wherever you get your podcasts. The Weekly Reader podcast is made possible by the Ivy Bookshop. For The Weekly Reader, I'm Lisa Morgan. And I'm Marion Winnick.